That's the best one right there. It's funny, my teammates say, you act like you just got out of prison. I said, well, you know. I would be mentally a lot sharper at this point had I eaten more cheese. You know, obviously, kind of like the master in the, you know, had one. It's never been about revenge. It's about a reckoning. Hey, what up? It's Mercedes Lewis here, a.k.a. Big Dog. When you listen to the Poor Man's Package podcast, go Pack Go. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Poor Man's Packers Podcast, the number one Packers podcast in the state of our minds. I'm Spencer, joined as always with Kyle and Hank. Hello. Howdy. All right, and... Got a howdy this week. Yeah, I was. you had the hel- hello, hello, and now the howdy, but we were once again back. The Packers are victorious 24-14. to 14. All is well in the world. Um, icebreakers, stuff to talk about, I don't know. D- Second blacked out game for us, having to watch the game in Minnesota, where we unfortunately currently all reside. Kyle, how was the game experience for you? It was good. Uh, watched it out of Pals. He's got a sick-ass man cave set up, five TVs, and obviously the pack were on the main main screen. Um, so yeah, no blackout issues on my end, and uh, yeah, saw a lot a lot of what else was going on in the league, and uh yeah, it was a good good experience. Okay. Hank? It must be fun to have some friends with TVs. It is. <laughs> I do I do enjoy friends and I do enjoy TVs. Yeah, so I hooked up uh I hooked up the computer, the VGA cable to <laughs> um to the TV. And so Good place um, to start. Because well, because I mean it was it wasn't local, right? Correct. So I had to I was trying to be resourceful and mm-hmm. um yeah, I mean it was kind of like just one of those games like it felt like a noon game that I had to VGA to my TV. Right? <laughs> like that's I don't I don't know how else to say how to else to say it, but it just kind of like that was the energy. <laughs> it's I think last year we what only had like you, Huh? <laughs> I don't know how I could top it. Yeah. Well, we we had a uh, I think we only had like one blacked out game last year. It's still ridiculous. So we're from we're all from northern Wisconsin and northern Wisconsin didn't get this game either. It gets like the Minnesota coverage. Oh, that's right. Because we're on like we were on like the uh, so close to Minnesota that yeah, yeah we're just lumped. It's, into there. it's ridiculous. When you look at the map, there's that little portion that goes right just towards cuts us off like yep. superior yeah i watched at a bar once again this week this week i was at the park tavern a little appearance there you know local celebrity hey, no obviously free ads no free so just bleep that well they give out free shots for every touchdown so oh i could all right that's a fair a trade that we can yeah we can afford to give them some free ads but you know last week we talked a little bit about watching the game with fans i did get in a bit of a shouting match <gasps> with the guy Ooh. usually it doesn't happen but when you're so dumb i hate it when like you get the idiot yes oh story time <laughs> when you get the idiot that just thinks they're speaking for everyone in the area maybe i've probably been, been guilty of we've that all myself. been there yes but this guy and it was the elton jenkins sack so it was the second sack of the game in the first quarter Okay. And was the that guy, the the Khalil Mack or the it was, that the, was the Quinn? It was the Quinn. It was the Quinn win. So get sacked, second sack of the game. This guy just starts hooting and hollering. He's like, if he's hurt, don't let him oh, play. No. He's let up three sacks already. And I turned around. I was like, there have been two sacks total. And the first one, I don't know how much, but I was like, there's only been two sacks in this game, mm-hmm. buddy. 
And then there was just a slight back and forth. My buddy Zim, who was with, he was like, are we going to have to fight this guy? I said, I don't think so. But? <laughs> it was never a possibility. But, however, things were amended later on. There wasn't much. After that, it, he didn't burst Def- out as much. Define amended. Shake hands. Third quarter came around. Drink. Beginning of the third quarter, Pam Oliver, the sideline reporter. And I'm, this is probably a thought a lot of us have had. Where, And I was literally thinking it. And then he, the guy announces for everyone again. He's like, Man, Pam Oliver, she's really kind of fallen from. Uh, <laughs> oh, come on! Not nothing. You're a pig because it's nothing physical. It's just she used to be the Aaron Andrews of Fox, <laughs> and now she's the Chicago Bears Packers noon game with freaking Greg Olson, who is his first year being a full time guy. It's like she has fallen from. The she used to be like reporter. the Joe Buck of sideline reporters yeah she was always like the main sideline reporter for the big games so then you bonded over pam oliver's fall from grace i was like hey i I turned i was like i was literally (laughs) thinking that we both kind (laughs) of laughed turned around and everything was good oh i love when hatred bonds people (laughs) yeah it's not really hatred that's why we have the podcast too well i'm just gonna take this moment to tell you who i think greg olson looks like Ooh, Ooh, okay um david harbour from uh, Stranger Things and okay. also Red Guardian and Black Widow. I haven't seen Stranger Things, but I he's like the sheriff. Yes. Yeah, he's a sheriff. Yeah. yeah. I Big guess burly dude. Greg yeah, Olsen's okay. got like blonde hair too, I, see I feel it. like. Like maybe less of like less of a beard, right? Like let me see if I can just see It's the chin How mostly. was uh, Greg Olsen on the call? I was I, it was I it was actually pretty, enjoyed him. It's pretty loud. At like the I didn't bar. Really get to, oh, yeah. I suppose you're at the bar, too. So Which sucks to, because you can the, see uh, it in the eyes. Oh, right at the yeah. Top of my the head. God. I mean, he looks rough. Oh, than I, I guess yeah. it's tough with the long hair. This is great. Like he looks uh, yeah. podcasting really, here. He looks really yeah. like <laughs> pale there. Yeah, it's not. It is kind of a. Uh, that is not a healthy look. <laughs> he looks. It, it, yeah. The picture that Hank is showing, it looks like Aaron Rodgers' week one slick back hair. It's pretty yeah. much the same exact yeah. thing. I mean, it, I mean, and that he like really, has been violently throwing up for the past thirty six yeah. hours. It looks like Uncle when the water softeners ran out. There we go. All right, I was waiting for that. Well, once again, the Packers won twenty four fourteen. On this episode, we'll, as always, have our pick six, pick six, oh, pick six. the. Are you okay? Are you? You're the one who choked on the word six. Was it that bad? I was saying pick six or piss six. I was just going back and forth there. Maybe I heard it incorrectly. I can't wait to listen back. Okay, yeah, we'll see. Either one of us is going to sound real stupid. (laughs) So we'll have our pick six. There's going to be one loser and one winner in this exchange, and I'm excited to find out. We'll break down the offense and defense for the game. We'll have take news, talk a little Odell Beckham Jr., one of our throwback uh, take news, maybe talk a little bit about Greg Jennings. Ooh, there's that bubbly. Uh, we will have Is Kyle an Idiot? Packers trivia. We will preview the Washington football team game. And we'll have, we'll send out the episode with According to Hank as we do every week. But first, Piss Six. Pick Six. Pick Six. Pick Six. Yeah! All right, Piss Six for the week. First, uh, Piss Six play. The first play that got our piss hot. <laughs> Opening drive of the game, I guess this was a cold piss play. Opening drive of the game, uh, and it was a good one. Packers were driving after a Rodgers run for a first and an Alan Lazard catch for a first down. Packers have a third and 10 on the Bears 36. They have the protection breakdown and Khalil Mack sacks. Rodgers pushing us out of field goal range, forcing us to punt and keeping the score 0-0. 
I don't know, rough start to the game. It feels like there was like two games. It was the first quarter and then there was the last three quarters. Well, no, I mean, it was a good start. Like the drive started really well. I thought I was like, yeah. all right, we're moving the ball. And then, you know, they got in field goal range and then two negative plays and boom. Like I think that that third down that obviously they got sacked on, that might have been the only third down of that drive. Like they, I felt like I they, think were, it was, they were moving yes. the ball and then all of a sudden it was just like they were at the 30 and then two plays later, they're punting. It's like, oh, shit. Okay. Was that empty set? I believe... Uh, I'm going oh, to... Hank with a nice pull. Well, That's I'm going to assume it week. was. So we've... We, and we've talked about this a little bit in the past, too, where if you're in these third and short... That was a third and long, but these third and short situations, why not have the running back out there just in case, at least to, you know, give them that thought that you could run the ball? Matt LaFleur actually did bring that up. I forgot who asked about it in the press conference this Aaron week. Nagler. It was. That's right. And I did oh kind of like his answer because especially the last couple of weeks, obviously with Elton now coming back and needing some help at the tackle, some good front sevens we've gone up against. What we're doing is putting Tunyon and Mercedes Lewis out on the out on the ends there, and we have them chipping. Yep. So although it's a third down play, you're getting that little extra pass protection just from the chips off the go, and that's why they've been doing a lot of the empty stuff. And the he last says, couple weeks. yeah, that he seems to put a more emphasis on it when it's against elite edge rushers, which obviously is the case here against the Bears with Khalil Mack and Robert Quinn. So Yeah, and we'll get into that later too with the uh stopping the edge rushers. Well and now I mean not to get ahead of myself, but with the football team coming up, you know, the young Chase Young and um Jonathan Allen on yeah. the, they they got a good deal. I mean I think that's really the only good position group they have <laughs> on that defense. But we yeah, I don't think we'll be uh not seeing empty sets yeah, this and, week. And, like, really, is there a better football word than chipping, right? Like, I think in terms of, like... Mm, probably just, a better golf word. Well, I was just thinking, like... I, I was know, just like thinking, like, toe. chipping in terms of, like... Like, like obviously, O-line blocking and stuff, but also, like, what a great snack for football, too. <laughs> Ooh, you know? true. Like, I, I think he's just, like, thematically, it, there's... it. it brings in both worlds I, like the couch and the field i like that yeah you're just sitting around the the living room watching tv and someone asks you to toss them the remote and you're like no i can't i'm, I'm chipping right now <laughs> all right second uh piss six play Fuck, that sucked <laughs> huh that was good enough i, I needed something there <laughs> i was trying to bring it back uh, no, to you yeah. you you I, I applaud the effort because you, you kind of you wrapped up the tangent and now we're moving on. That's what I'm, you know, it's it's a little different hosting this year with <laughs> Hank on board. Uh, second piss six play, Bears with the ball up seven at the end of the first quarter. On a third and seven midfield, there's a little bit of movement up front uh, before the snap. Fields gets the snap, though, drops back, kind of rolls out, throws it deep to the end zone to absolutely no one Classic. but someone in a green jersey, Darnell Savage. Classic rookie mistake. You got to – that's the thing where that we maybe take for granted with Rodgers is when he does get that free play, you can always – you can always look at his head yeah. and see what direction. Like if his head is, you know, completely turned, that means he's looking for the ref to throw the flag. Justin Fields didn't do that. Snooze, you lose. And I guess shout out to Fox too, because we kind of do our own thing too. You know, as fans, obviously it's the same exact thing. Rogers looks for it, and then we're looking for that yellow banner to pop up on the screen. Didn't see any yeah. of it, so yeah. I know I wouldn't have thrown it deep there. But also, like. I don't think I've seen a worse throw on a free play. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, it was 
Look, I don't. It was to no one. It was yeah. yeah it, it was, was like really I mean, bad. it like, was like why not just give this ball to the defense? I mean, I I don't think I could have thrown that to the CPU in Madden. Like if you think about <laughs> it, how impressive that is to overthrow someone by 15 to 20 yards and yet the ball is still in play like if <laughs> right. you're gonna overflow overthrow someone that far like near the end zone you'd think it would just yeah sail out going to the first row but it was overthrown by 20 yards and still was kept in play just a yeah really it, bad throw. and it was that one and the one that got called back to that uh amos picked off but those you said how can you throw it that bad it did they did remind me of the bad Jordan Love pick in preseason where he just kind of threw it deep at the end of the end zone and he overthrew him by a couple steps. That's the only thing, I, but it's one of I those wanna, where... I don't want to complicate my argument. <laughs> <laughs> but see, the the beauty of that is, I guess it's kind of different than the Fields one, but Jordan Love did it in the preseason, so he learned from it. Now, now he's but a genius, future Hall of Famer, so we're good. I think my thing is like, like it was... I just, I guess I don't understand. I just don't, like, I can't, I can't mm-hmm. get there. Um, Like, you see it's a free play. Yep. And it's like, hey, let's not, let's not even try to throw it to want someone on my team. Like, I, I think it was like, <laughs> like, it didn't even, like, I, I don't like, know. I, there was no, there. there was no one there. Like, he, it was. He wanted like, the fans, the fans were so starved for offensive production. He's like, I'm just going to throw it as deep as I can in play. Just, just provide a spark. Yeah. That's it literally a bad what it spark, but like. it's going I, to be I'm a spark. Like, I'm like, it's just dumbfounded. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't, I don't get it. Really good for the Packers, though. Yes. I enjoyed it. Well, let's hope that Fields never does figure it out, and he just keeps doing that for the rest of his career. I, True. I, for one, would think that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. The third... I have a take really quickly. Okay. I'm sure it will be, yes. Yeah. Um, Fields looks just like... I mean, obviously, the gifts are better, but like not much different than Mitch. Yeah. Ooh, baby. Hank. Oh, my God. Like, I mean, Hank is on one today. Yeah, Ooh, I, I, don't, I mean, like, good yeah, episode. like, we're all like... I know... It's like kind of he's sexy and he'll have a good throw here once or twice, but like I remember that season, Mitch was throwing yes. fucking you know deep balls that to end the game against the Patriots, right, mm-hmm. in Soldier Field, and like I don't like Justin Fields is super inaccurate. It seems like like sometimes he's like right on the money, and other times he's thirty yards into yep. Darnell Savage's hands. It'll be in, here. it'll be interesting to see how long Nagy hangs around and how much he can ruin fields because, you know, a decent offensive mind could maybe turn I mean, around. They but couldn't. They couldn't possibly bring back Nagy next year, could they? Probably not. I mean, it's still that a full would be, season. Um, I, I mean, obviously, we're all rooting for that, but, like, no, there's no way they bring him back. Is, is there any coach that's more neutered than Matt Nagy, though? Like, Or neuters like, more. Like, I mean... Well, I think he like neuters himself, right? Like the whole "I'm done." Oh yeah, so it's like he neuters so much that he neuters. He's like, "How can I? How can I remove all responsibility for this game from my own hands?" (laughs) Well, I was gonna say once the Cowboys trend down, it's going to be Mike McCarthy for that same thing because he's not even really a coach anymore. He's just kind of the glue administrator. Yeah, Yeah. he's a cleric, (laughs) like just a. Or a clerk or whatever. It would be funny when, uh, God, what's his name? The old Boise State, uh, Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore, yeah. Once he like gets, He's running the show there. Yeah, when he gets hired, McCarthy's going to be like, well, I don't know what to fucking do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess he does have Scott Tolsey, and he just move up and be the offensive coordinator. Ooh. So look for that. Uh, God, next pick six play, what was it? The third pick six play, piss six play. Packers ball, third and goal. 
at the one yard line, second quarter, uh, Packers are still down seven to zero. Rodgers takes the snap, and with all the you know red zone woes we've heard about this week for the offense, fakes it to Jones, then flips it forward to Alan Lazard, who scores the touchdown. One, a nice third down conversion. Two, nice to actually score in the red zone after being the 27th ranked team going into the game. Ties it up 7-7. One of those, I we might have seen that on Twitter too. I forgot who put it out there, but the different goal line plays from this look where now on the season, we've one handed it off to Aaron Jones two sent uh, Devonte Adams into motion from right to left and throw it to him. And now we have this little, you know, fake to Jones shovel to Lazard gives a, the defense a lot to think about when we're in that short yes, yard situation. So much. Now. Yeah. So much to react to like as a defense and, and keep track of, especially when there, yeah, there's so many threats there between Devonte and Jones. Um, but as great as play as it was, and it it was awesome. I hate Uh-oh. to like bring this bad vibe, but like that play just reminded me of uh, when the Cardinals beat us in the playoffs after the oh is that what the Larry Fitz Jeff Janis game yeah oh, like God. Fitz had that long drive down and then the play to end it was I'm pretty sure exactly that and I just like I've always had an appreciation for that type because I think it's just so like oh I'm going this way no I'm not boop and then it's like you're in the end zone and it's such a perfect like two point conversion one yes. you know fourth and one on the goal line type of type of play um but yeah I just I think about that and it hurts they're it's the painful. demoralizing plays. I feel like we've seen a lot of those. Where it's where, like so hard to defend that. If you don't defend it, it's like you can't even be mad. It's like, God, that's such a good play design. Ugh. Exactly. And the plays that if we if they do stop it or if you do stop, it, you're like, oh, yeah, you can't try that stupid yeah, shit exactly. with us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, moving on. Fourth piss six play. Oh, I guess one other thing about that. Roger said that post game. I'm sure a lot have heard about this. The Adam Stenovich is actually the one who drew up that play. Ooh. So very interesting to think with the future here. Obviously, a lot of stuff is still in limbo. The but whole line coach? Yep. Interesting. He's in on a lot of... he's So with the Packers, he's also the run game uh, coordinator as well, is I believe how they divvy it up. I thought that was... Oh, well, I guess... Hack I it might LaFleur be... LaFleur was like the head honcho of... So he's the head honcho. Game. It's it's a very you know flexible thing that they got where many convoluted. Minds. And the dragon has many heads. Mm. But what I'm getting at is, you know, Hackett. He had a head coaching interview last year. If we lose Hackett to be a head coach, let's say we lose Luke Getze, the quarterback coach right now, and he moves on to be an offensive coordinator next year. We do have Adam Stenovich, who I think would be next in line to be an off the offensive coordinator for the Packers if that type of movement happens in the future. So just. Look out Look out for that in the future. I think he could hack it. Oh, <laughs> I get it. Fourth pick six play, Packers ball, 7-10 to 10 now. Early in the third, a first and 10, and uh, Aaron Jones gets the ball and runs it straight up the middle for 30 yards, gets tackled at the 50. One of those just kind of flipping the field. Eventually, a couple plays later, uh, was the play-action play that he scored on. But that big run was something nice to jolt the offense, which eventually got to making it a 10-point game. Once again, an NFC North game, very low scoring. But Aaron Jones did a little bit of everything in this game. And even that the play that he scored on, too, it's like, you know, looked like it could have been a stop at the line of scrimmage. But sure shit, he makes it a touchdown. So then, yeah, he, he scores the touchdown. Did you have any, any comments on... <laughs> You keep building me up to be this old man that fucking just... <laughs> you make me out to be the guy that I yelled at at the Park Tavern. Because I, I, I didn't even notice. Play and I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> I cannot wait for Spencer's boomer take on this. Okay, I 
I didn't even notice live because what Kyle is hinting at is Aaron Jones did slow up a little bit and then got tackled. Sweet ass dive, yeah. And you know, Lafleur. He said he went to Coach Lafleur after the game tour after the play. He was like, "That's never going to happen again," which is funny because he had the wave in Dallas too, which isn't exactly the same thing. Yeah, and he was like, "That's never going to happen again." It's like, okay, well, as long as there he is, as long as you're not there, he is. As long as you're not doing the Deshaun Jackson (laughs) ball flip before you score, I'm fine with it. So are you though? I did have yeah. a moment of panic when it happened, and I was like, wait, do you think this will count as fumbling out of the end zone? Ooh, if he did. It's mm-hmm. always in the back of my mind when I see a ball go out anywhere near the end zone. Yeah, Like, same, when I saw it, I was same. like, no, but I was like... There's it, that little part Yeah, I was like, like well, is, this, is this Derek Carr in Lambeau? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's so tough with that, too, because refs have stolen so many happy moments of touchdowns and then you see the yellow flag that when the ball comes out like that i'm gonna celebrate until you know i'm told it's not a touchdown speaking of happy moments stolen in a way (laughs) poor eq oh yeah 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 Yeah, that might throw great catch garbage call yeah i think the refs killed him do you think like ref (laughs) the refs there were like the final dagger they very well could be. I'm trying to think. Um, we don't know. I don't think they practiced today either. But MVS should be back. Mm. I, I don't know if he can start practicing this week or next week. But once he's back on the 53, because EQ did get moved up, it would be hard to see EQ still sticking on. But there's been times where we hang on to like seven receivers and we don't even realize that we only had 51 guys on the active roster for the last couple of games here. So I don't, I, I was bitching. I was with my buddies. I was, I was bitching about EQ. I thought the terrible special teams play was on him too. And seeing the play just, it's like, and that's what sucks. Cause that play sums up what EQ is the rest of the year. He's been not good. He's been one of the lowest grade players on the team. We've all seen him miss blocks, all that and he flashes like that, but then he leaps up above everyone. Very strong handed yeah. catch comes down with it. Both feet were in and it's just like, and it was that's, such that's a, why I keep sticking such around. a bad call to like a, I mean, and yeah, there that was the talk of the town is there was the refs were horrendous all yep. throughout on both sides. But yeah, that one is just like he didn't like if you're going to call OPI on that, then like how is any close contested ball ever going to be caught? His hands were on him, but they weren't extended, extended or anything. It was, yeah, it was really bad. You know, like I think it's interesting, Spence, you just talked about too that like the Packers holding like just holding on to receivers, right? Like seven yep. or eight at yep. a time. And really what it reminds me of is like you know in your high school backpack how you'd have like seven or eight pens that would just like collect in like that small zipper pouch yep. in the front, right? Just has like almost like a safety yeah. deposit box. And you got like the two break or in case three, of emergency. Yeah, the two or three like pilot G twos. Like the really good Ooh, ones, right? Keeping your pocket. And then you had like a bunch of Bix that like you just kinda like you didn't want to throw away and be wasteful. <laughs> yep. Um and you're like maybe they'll get their moment someday. <laughs> but like then you every time you wrote with a Bic, you were like, fuck this. Yeah, like this is <laughs> yeah, why this it's is not, in the hole. Yeah, like I am less smart. Like my on um, <laughs> like my pay my piece of paper my assignment looks less smart. <laughs> You're well said. Even with Great that, analogy. that's a lot more organized. My closest would be like, okay, I don't have any pens, and it's like I'll just blindly dig in the big pouch and maybe find a broken pencil at the bottom. <laughs> that's what I'd be looking for. Uh, moving on, the fifth pick six play Bears facing a third and three on their own twenty seven. Down 17 to 7, Fields takes the snap, runs outside the pocket, and finds Allen Robinson midfield. They score a couple plays later with Mooney wide open, but it was a little bit of a fight back there. 
probably the best play that Fields made where he rolled to the right and then you saw why he was drafted so high where he just kind of split a couple guys. Henry Black made the tackle right away, but a little flash like we were talking about there. And, like, I'm not saying that Fields, like, Fields is obviously, like, I would rather have Fields than I would Mitch Trubisky, right? Um, although preseason Mitch in, oh, in uh, Buffalo, yeah, I, mean, I mean, he might have looked so better fast, than uh, Fields looked all preseason. So, <laughs> spin zone. Spin, there you go. I don't know. I don't know. But after that, obviously, that sets everything up. Packers are only up three. So, they now face a first and goal after a big uh, play from Devontae right up the middle there. With not so much time left in the fourth... Rodgers takes the snap, rolls out to the right, pump fakes it, and scores at the corner of the end zone, and all chaos ensues afterwards. I didn't realize what he had said until after I checked Twitter. Same. But it's like, it's so... I I love being inside of moments and absorbing moments that you know are going... Like, that you know is going to be a part of history <laughs> like that moment obviously it's been all over every sort of sport platform not just in the Packers universe but it's one of those moments that is just going to be attached to Rogers for the rest of time when he's inducted into the Hall of Fame they're going to play that clip when he hangs it up for retirement they're going to play that clip when he when the Bears come to town later this year, they're going to play that. Like It's one of those moments that's just so iconic that we witnessed literal history, and I'm just so glad to be a part of it. It's it's strange, too. For starters, if, if you didn't see it, he said, I own you. I've owned you my whole fucking life. Can you life. actually I can you you. play the clip? Right I, would, I would throw it in here, but it's so garbled up with the fan noise and stuff. It's just going to sound oh. like shit. If you haven't heard it, well, it's better to watch on YouTube. Okay, and, sure. I mean, I didn't even know about the fucking part until I watched and like the third time and could actually sync it up and yeah, see what's going Yeah, he said on. a total... Uh, or he said, I own you or some iteration of it a total of like six times. <laughs> right. So, you know, it's it's hard to miss if you go look it up. And you're talking about it being historic. It is wild because we've seen a lot of, you know, players showing emotion and all different types of sports. But to say something so egregious like this, like you own them, but you can't really argue it. Refute it at all. Is amazing. It's like, so good. And, yet, you know, you were and we talked about it uh, before we started recording, too. And everyone has this week with the whole belt stuff with uh, with Robert Quinn early yeah. in the game. It's like it's kind of like that where if you you get players who show off and you know they sit they might say like I own you or you know this game's over shit like that but for Rodgers to say that and you can't argue it like there's even Bears fans saying like yeah he's he's right, right. it's amazing right. that once again looking back at the time we've had with Favre and Rodgers here it's like you can actually yell shit like this on a Sunday and people have to just go along yeah, with it yeah and on the flip side of though that though there are Bears fans that like somehow have deluded themselves into thinking it's not true. And that is almost even better because it's like you are watching denial like like in front of you. Like it's to refute that is to just not be paying attention the last 15 years. And yeah, the spin zones have been amazing the last couple of days from Bears fans. I just like seeing them mad again, mm. you know, well, like shedding, shedding the cords and kind of like the robot, like pre inner peace yeah just like i don't know yeah there's you know like less less 
politician. Yeah. Like, More genuine. Kinda, yeah, like sometimes emotion it reminds me of the politician on Parks and Rec that's just like staring at the wall and smiling. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, that was Rogers before, before. but now he's yeah, like now a, a like guy. I'm seeing like it's Halo Rogers coming back again, right? Yeah, like that kind of like mean. Yeah, you know, it was one of because I put it out there too, where it was the most aggressive belt we've seen in probably the last five mm. years. You know, everything so else so pronounced and so just every, clean. Everything else has been like belt buckles, and this was a legitimate belt, like where he did he, the full thing he, on he one did knee it in slow mo, and he wanted everyone to see it, and and everyone did see it. And I just I thank you so much, Aaron. Yeah, nice to see a throwback celebration from Rogers in a throwback game, and once again score twenty four fourteen. Hank and I were very close on our predictions too. We had twenty four seventeen. Kyle, you were. Way off. You weren't even sniffing it. Um, actually, by my math, <laughs> I had the closest deficit predicted. So, okay. I, I, oh, 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 okay. Yeah, and I just want to say only off by what three points? Yeah, yeah. yeah only off by three yeah. points and only off by one quarter. Yeah, the Hanks. Oh, uh, true. There was the moment. Justin Fields looking demoralized or defeated, but that happened in the third quarter, not the second quarter. So, yeah. If you close. just yeah, you didn't have to be so specific on your BP. You could have just been like, looks defeated at some point. I feel like it would have Which been I like, guess that would I be I would have pressed. Maybe outside like of full. seven minutes left in the fourth. I think that, that might be a good stipulation yeah, that, going yeah, forward. Yeah, that could have worked. But with that, moving on to the offense. Uh, Aaron Rodgers playing the game. Talked about him a little bit there. Uh, he was 17 for... 23, 195 yards. He did only throw for that much, which you wouldn't have thought watching the game. Two touchdowns, was sacked three times. He did have seven rushes for 19 yards for a blistering 2.7 yards per carry. And a long of 16. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's he had the nice... I think it was that first drive, too, where he scrambled, mm-hmm. and it was the <laughs> just right <laughs> outside. He looked a little bit faster this week, but had the fourth and one QB sneak, which mm. we don't see too often. I was going to say, that's that's our one for the year. Yeah. But we, won't, won't see it again until, well, I don't want to, I'm not going to think about that. Yeah, but don't yep, say that's, that's the That's the one one for the year that we get. So. Yeah, I think because we had one last year, and that was the first time in a long yep. time. So uh, nice to see that. And as we talked about, too, a lot of empty sets on the game as well. But everything worked out. Not much for complaints. I can't really remember many misses he had, but overall pretty solid, solid game for... Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely. Uh, moving on to wide receivers. Devontae Adams had four receptions, 89 yards, the long of 41. Still only the two touchdowns on the season. Leads the league in yards, but uh, only has the two touchdowns. Yeah, if we if he does score on that long play, we never get the I own you moment. So, Ooh. you know, kind of kind of a, a good with the bad sort of thing. Um, but, yeah, a, a very, a very, like, maybe we should do, like, a separate Devontae Devonte segment where it's like loud or quiet stat line and this is like almost a little bit of both like only four catches but like each catch was over 20 yards it you know if if you see this stat line and you're and you're given the option to keep that stat line or a do-over with it being Devonte adams i would ask for a do-over <laughs> you know but oh. for an nfc north game once again where it's low scoring this is pretty good i mean every once again every catch he had seemed to be a first down set us up for the game winning touchdown as you said Can't and really the complain. the the rogers and Devonte chemistry just as apparent as ever that that game too because on two of the big catches that he had 
people smarter than me broke this down on Twitter where Rogers is literally making the check and the adjustment <laughs> literally a a split second before he snaps the ball and both go for huge gains. It it's hilarious how, you know, we have the more convoluted, complex things where people breaking down tape and they're like, oh, this, you know, freed him up and you know what you're talking about there too there's the clip and people it's literally like he just makes a fist and like points forward <laughs> and like they're like this is where slant. he told Devonte to yeah, go straight like a slant motion <laughs> like, and that's what he did and then he yeah. gained 30 yards can, can you imagine being as good at something as like Devonte adams is at football right now i can actually you know what it is what podcasting yeah well true. besides <laughs> oh, that yeah besides that I besides th- that i just like you know, I I just I can't a man like he I don't know like sometimes it's like he has to get bored. No, yeah, jokes aside, I I will never be even like seventy two percent as good at anything that Devontae is at playing wide receiver. It it's still just stupid. We talked about it last year too. Like his movement at the line, like just off the snap. It's once once again, if you, if he ran the route for the first second and any of us ran the rest of it, it's like you're wide open. He just <laughs> yeah, gets wide open theory. with just a little juke juke that. and yeah. he's right off the line. So true. It's, it's like everyone he's playing against is a Fortnite bot. Moving on, Alan Lazard, a little bit more involved this week. Uh, three receptions, the 27 yards, obviously the touchdown. But yeah, nice bounce back game. And it's weird because we talked about it before too with Rand- the emergence of Randall Cobb the last couple of weeks. It really does seem like you're either getting a Cobb game or a Lazard game because Cobb, no targets, no receptions in this game. Lazard had a couple and once again picked up, you know, every one of his catches seemed to be a first down. Nice blocking. Not much you can say about uh, Alan Lazard besides that. Amari Rogers, decent game too. He had the one catch, 14 yards, but nice hey, up. hey, it's a catch for and him. A nice first down motion. Love a good first down motion when you yep. pop up and point Sh- first down. Shout out uh, Donald Driver, the GOAT oh, at doing that. Best. Yeah, that's the best. But yeah, And even on that play too, we talked about a little bit earlier with EQ. He did have a nice block to break that free for Amari for Amarji, Amari Rogers. Nice. Uh, EQ, yeah, called it Caught the touchdown that was called back. Cobb, no target. So once again, pretty. It's been pretty dead on that end. Um, I don't th- going into this game for sure, and maybe coming out of it, there no receiver has gained a hundred yards total besides Devonte Adams since MVS has gone down. So we have had that lack of production, like a hundred yards cumulative. Yes. Wow. I believe that was going Jeez. into this game. Yeah. I just. I just like sorry. I, each individual like Cobb hasn't had a hundred right, yards right, over right. the last over okay. three games. Yes. Yeah, which yes. I mean is still like I know. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I just like I'm just gonna say this statement right here. I'm oh. not gonna I'm not gonna get fooled by that EQ catch. I've been thinking about it. It's a nice Good. catch, but even spilled milk will find a cat's tongue sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and no, so, we're that's uh. Like yeah, you're I not just, stepping out on a limb there. That's, yeah, yeah, we're yeah, pretty. Yeah. I think I think yeah. all Packer fans are kind of yeah, on the so same. So I'm convincing myself. It was like one of those moments where you like saw something, you know, really cool. Like, and you just gotta like remember that it's not real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm trying to think. How would we? I don't want to say hate because we don't hate anyone on the Packers. But what what is it? The three Packers well, we like number forty three. I was going to say, because of what, it's Hunter Bradley, Ty Summers, and EQ right now, I think, are probably the three we like the least. Is that... I mean, I don't... Yeah, I don't... Uh, I don't... I don't hate... Dislike... Sorry. <laughs> I don't dislike uh, EQ. Okay. 
That's, but yeah, I guess summers I don't really dislike either because it's like. Well, now we don't even see him. He's on special. Yeah, teams. I like him a lot more that way. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we don't definitely don't hate any Packers though. Never. No. Yeah. I, no, well, I never mm, said hate. Yeah. I. Mm, okay. Well, I'm gonna keep this podcast friendly. Um, my thought is this. I don't hate EQ and I understand why EQ would like make a roster, you know, like everything's there. Well said, but that's simple. There's never been a moment I've watched Ty Summers and been like, this makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, shit. I can't. Good way to slice it. Yeah. Even last year too, we had the other undrafted guy. Fuck. What was his name? I (sighs) Bruce Bolton. Yes. Curtis Bolton. Curtis. Yes. You, You know who my favorite linebacker was? Who? B.J. Goodson. Ooh, that yeah. dude was thick. Recently he was a retired. Stopper. Yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah, he like signed with the Browns and then re- or the Giants maybe. I think it was the retired Browns too. Like which three days later, he was just like the ultimate hole filler. Like yeah. not not necessarily on the defense, I mean, but quite just like yeah. he would fill holes in rosters. Yep. Hell yeah. Uh, talk about the Browns there too. You know they had that jersey with all the quarterbacks. We could do the same thing with the. Get a get a number fifty five Desmond Bishop jersey. Put all <laughs> the inside linebackers we've had starting since him. I'm moving on to running back Aaron Jones. Pretty solid game. Thirteen carries, the seventy six yards, a five point eight average. Also had four receptions, thirty four yards. Uh, obviously the touchdown. AJ Dillon, eleven carries, fifty nine yards, a five point four average. So they both averaged out pretty well. No. No targets for A.J. Dillon in this game, which is weird after he was so productive, you know, that way last week. I have I have a great shirt idea. <laughs> okay. Right? But so do we want to be the 10th company to put out no, the this, uh, trust I me, own no one's shirt? Thought this about, <laughs> no one's thought about this. Okay. Um, so this might be a little ulti, you know. Um, <laughs> From you? From, yeah. And so have, have you all seen the movie Midsummer? No. no. Okay. There's a line. Looks scary. It. Oh yeah, that's right. You don't like scary movies. No. It's not that scary. It's just like intense, right? Okay. But I like intense. There's a moment where like one of the Swedish. Spoiler boys, alert. Yeah. I mean, it's been out for a couple years, it's so like want to protect people. I guess skip. Well, I can't really predict how long this is gonna take, but <laughs> skip on. ahead. But anyways, there's a point in the movie where one of the Swedish guys or Norwegian guys, I don't know, is like. But do you feel held? And that's that's like what he asks one of the like the main girl. Okay. And, and like honestly, I ask myself that question when I see like AJ Dillon hold that ball, right? Like, yeah. like, like he just isn't letting it go. Like when I just get so turned up, and like when he gets to kind of breaks that first tackle and he sees like the swarm of bees coming at him and he just double arms it. And he's like, I'm going through this tunnel. You know, I mean, it is like, I want to be that ball. <laughs> what is the- I want to feel held like that ball feels right. Just- like protected. So that what's the shirt idea? Just that quote? <laughs> just the quote that says, do you feel held? And then it's just A.J. Dillon. With a swarm of bears around Yeah, him. I think that actually let me, can I get, can I pull up the real quote, fact check myself? We can move on. We'll come back to this. Oh, sure. I'll keep talking back. about A.J. Dillon. You're talking about that there in the long run. He did have that run of 36 yards, which was nice. A very classic juke from a big guy too. We referenced Madden a lot, probably too much this year, but it was a classic throwback mad when it was still good a r1 l1 juke to the right right back to the left and then he's just gone and i do love you know it was later in the game but to see him get 
you know, he might be a little, he's slower than Aaron Jones, but to see him protect the ball with both arms, mm. you like seeing that from mm-hmm. a second year player. Yeah. Okay. So the question is, do you feel held by him? Does he feel like home to you? And that would be my question. And then it would be midwinter instead of midsummer. And it would be, it would be AJ Dillon just like double clutching the ball, running through an ice cave. Don't give okay. these ideas out for free. This is actual gold. Yeah, if we have any graphic designers out there listening, if you want to send us that design, maybe we'll throw it, uh, throw that up on our store can, that doesn't exist on tweet the website. The we don't update to that clip too. At some point, there we go. I'm, I'm sure or it's going to be a big I hit. I just will. <laughs> no, that reference is going to really fucking hit for like five people listening. <laughs> there's going to be one person and. You know, I just want you to know that I I hope you feel held by this podcast. <laughs> oh, nice. That's about what Good I was finish. expecting. Tight end, Mercedes Lewis, uh, two receptions, 17 yards. Robert Tunyon, two receptions, 10 yards. Josiah DeGuara had one catch for four. Uh, Mercedes actually outsnapped Tunyon 68% to 63%. Kind of weird to see just knowing where they're both at in their careers. Mercedes Lewis is 37 years old. Tunyon is a young guy in yeah. a contract year. The talk of the... The Packers tight end room has been that Tunyon has has been a dreadful bro- blocker as of as of late. So I I would imagine that explains the snap count disparity. Yeah, it was pretty rough. I forgot who put it out there. I think it was Ross Uglum had like three or four of them in a row where he and I. It's one of those. It's almost back to the McCarthy days where having Don Barclay by himself trying to block like I don't know. I'm trying to think of one Miles of Miles Garrett. Yeah, so someone like that. And giving him no help. And it's like we had Tunyon like matched up against Quinn, which just isn't a very good matchup. But yeah, he's been at least with LaFleur like he usually identifies that and, yeah, you know, amends it right away where McCarthy would just like, nope, we're going to keep putting you on an island. I mean, there was the one play where Dylan like got he received the handoff three yards in the backfield and was getting hit. A second after because yep. Tunning couldn't hold up his block. But. Oh, my gosh. That reminded me of, yeah, like when I saw that play, all I could think of was uh, the guy who looked like Tifu. I forget what his Jace. name is. Yeah, Jace Sternberger <laughs> in the preseason. It was a very Jace play. Yeah. like And Jace stole a touchdown from AJ, which I cannot A preseason forgive. touchdown. A, well, still. Still. <laughs> but it, that's all about momentum, right? Especially that's with a fair. downhill runner. And... Uh, and yeah, like when I saw that, I was getting uh, preseason PTSD. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, Mercedes Lewis actually was the highest rated player on offense for the Packers this wow. week. Still, it's mind boggling. He he said last week that he thinks he can play three more years at this current level. I so believe him. That guy we'll can say anything. I'd believe him. Highest rated player on the field. Highest rated it. player. In our hearts. Well, I was going to say, sorry, like, totally on, on the walkway. Because he dresses so nice. Mercedes? Yeah, his fucking style is unbelievable. Is it really? I just think he looks so good all the time. Yeah. Like, I, He's like, a good I say, guy. like, go watch his interviews on Colin Cowherd, and, like, everything looks right. Mm. You know? Like, I think with him, too, it might, at least my thinking here, the the fashion is always sure on point, but the beard is always, always Ooh, on point. Yes. I think that, yeah. you know, that Very out well front cunt. makes everything else work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the ble- beard like really cleans up the rest no matter what. But I mean, I think, yeah, he wears the hell out <laughs> of it. Moving on to the <laughs> offensive line. Josh Myers got hurt, went down pretty early with that knee injury. Matt LaFleur said that he doesn't believe it's season ending. 
So that's good. Uh, Lucas Patrick came in pretty quick, and LaFleur said he was the highest-graded player on the offensive line for the game. Elton Jenkins. Lucas Patrick as in Lucas Patrick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Lucas was the, the highest-rated? Highest-rated player on the offensive line for oh, this wow. game. Yeah, He's usually like you could pencil him in just about every week to be the lowest-rated offensive yeah, lineman. I he was so a, kind of a, I mean, not a rough year, but not. Yeah, I mean, in spots, he's been... He's once again better than wh- what you expect a reserve lineman to be. So thank uh, you, Goody. Yes, uh, Elton Jenkins first game back uh, gave up the sack against Robert Quinn, but after that settled down pretty well. And only the one, easy Spence, settle down. <laughs> I'm not the guy at the Billy Turner. Uh, it was his 30th birthday, and Roger said today on the Pat McAfee show that people should be talking about him as a Pro Bowler. I don't know. He hasn't given up a lot of sacks, so I can't really argue. It's one of those things where, you know, as long as you're not seeing it right in front of your eyes, I'll just go along with it. Uh, John <laughs> Running Jr., he met the comedian Burt Kreischer uh, on Saturday, I believe, so that was pretty cool. Royce Newman will be interested <laughs> right. to see what the O-line does when Bach Terry comes back. So, as a lot of people might know, you know, David Bach can practice this week. Can practice this week is probably we're, we record on Tuesday, so he'll probably be Regular practicing ones. Wednesday. Matt Lafleur said he will, but it does bring up once again a very interesting idea. What are we going to do now with the offensive line when Bakhtiari is back? He probably won't play this week, even if he's practicing, because he's got to kind of get back into football shape. But I mean, what do you do, especially now with Josh Myers being hurt? It's a weird mm. thing with the two young guards where. Royce Newman has probably been the worst between him and John Runyon Jr., but it would be tough to move Runyon over to play right guard. So maybe when Bakhtiari's back, we literally just have Elton move in at center, center, keep the guards in the same spot, have Bakhtiari come in, or or Patrick, or you keep Patrick at center and Newman. put Elton at Patrick right over guard. Newman at right guard. A lot of options. Or does Patrick? I mean, yeah, Patrick pays the. Either guard, right? Yep, you can play either guard or center. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens in the coming weeks when David Bakhtiari finally comes back. It is still... Rodgers has said it numerous times now, but if you would have told us, you know, we'd be 5-1 and one this far into the season with all the injuries we've had, mm-hmm. especially on the offensive line, we would take it. But, yeah, that's all that I had for the offense. I can't really think of anything else. You guys have anything else for the offense? Yeah, kind of a just a lackluster game yep Um, soldier field game kind of just yeah just not really like like you said that like you said that what tom silverstein said without the you know i own you moment it's kind of just uh yeah just a game you know it would be a very forgettable game if we but now yeah now it's like that game is etched in our (laughs) memories forever because of that moment but yeah outside of that moment it was just kind of like all you know the last few bear games i just can't help but like Khalil Mack's career has just been wasted. Well, yeah, eh, I mean he's gotten he's better this year. He does have check. four and a half sacks now, but yeah, I mean you could say that about any player who's played for the Bears over the last. Yeah, uh, I mean, and that's between kind of, like the Bears and the Raiders. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's a good point. But shoot, you could even like some tough luck. And we've talked about that same boat, Allen Robinson. I mean, God, that's been the story since he signed that contract where he could have came with the Packers, decided to go with the Bears. And last year, because I think he was a very productive player last year, especially in fantasy football. And this year, it's like nothing. Who was that? And Khalil didn't have Allen the Robinson. choice, right? Oh, like yeah. Gruden made the choice. I I believe so. I mean, it's one of those. I'm, I'm not. Well, no, no. Khalil, Khalil was holding out. And yes. And oh, wanted sure. to get paid. Raiders didn't want to pay him. So they traded him. 
Yeah, I don't but think between like the Packers and the Bears was then like wasn't the rumor that Gruden had basically chose oh. the Bears because like oh they were they worse were, yeah because he wanted the better picks yeah yeah that, uh, yeah those were one of those good memory Hank. yeah oh. those I forgot about that that was one of the things that they talked about I don't know if it was ever confirmed but that was yeah yeah I don't uh, I don't feel too bad for Khalil Mack. I was going to say, you don't feel too bad for John Gruden? No. You were telling me before not. we started recording that you felt awful for John Gruden. Kyle, <laughs> you can talk about it now. Come on. I did not say that. <laughs> okay. With that, we'll have a little break with a couple wishes. <laughs> All right, and we are back with the defense. The defense, once again, pretty good. Don't want to get the hopes too high, but 14 points. I mean, it's the Bears. They're a pretty terrible offense, but overall still pretty good from Joe Barry. Uh, fun fact, this Packers team is the least penalized team since 1982. We are the best tackling team in the NFL, according to Pro Football Focus. We are fifth in yards allowed, 13th in points. Uh, and this is still without Jair, Zadarius, Kevin King. And we had 21 pressures on Sunday. So a lot of good stuff, especially of late for this What Packers was the defense. penalties stat? This is the least penalized Packers team through... Six games since 1982. That's, that's sorry to cut you off, Hank, but that is wild that I'm just learning this stat now and like it's not plastered over every single, you know, post on social media because of people love to complain about the. It's, it's crazy to think of the years with like uh, Sean Slocum and Ron Zook as the special teams coordinators because it was a. Oh, foregone yeah. conclusion on any special teams play. There would be yes. a penalty, oh usually God. by Josh Jones if he was on the roster <laughs> at the time. <sighs> so it's as much as we have bitched about the refs, at least we have that going for us so far. So well coached team, you know, it's it's positive. I just, yeah. Um I checked all those facts and they check out. Perfect. Thank you. Uh that's that's Thanks, why Hank. you're here. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> moving on inside linebacker where we've seen to go go every week. Devondre Campbell led the team in tackles again. Top five rated player on defense. Every single week, he's in the top five, according to Pro Football Focus. Not a lot of complaints, a lot of sticky, as we've said just about every week. Uh, the combination of Oren Burks, Chris Barnes, and Jalen Smith, not a lot of good stuff to talk about here. It's it's almost like you know we have the two inside linebackers position, positions in the base defense, and it's like all of the talent has just gone to the one side for Campbell and everyone else. It's like they're losing it. Chris Barnes had a really bad game. Usually he's pretty steady, but he was one of the lowest graded guys. Jalen Burks and uh, Barnes were all in the bottom five for ratings, mm. according to Pro Football Focus. And God, Jalen Smith, if you look at some of the replays, he is just lost in the run game. Burks, it seems like every time he's on the field, if they run to his side, he's going to miss the tackle. It's kind of gone that way at least this whole season we had that spark in preseason people were like oh maybe he's good now but we're saying once again that doesn't seem to be the case i've gotten a lot wrong in my life and i will be a big enough man to admit that i may have got too excited about the jalen smith trade <laughs> a little bit but yeah. I, I was living off living off a good week of work you know a lot of a lot of cards put away and a lot of boards boards uh, carried and so you know sometimes you just got to go with that momentum. Never apologize for optimism. Yes, hope we all need hope, especially in the Packers defense. But we'll see. It is still eleven game eleven days after he was signed to the Packers. So, and I mean it goes without saying, but you you can only improve at this point. Yeah, I mean, well, that, I don't like seeing the number nine on defense. Yeah, though. not a fan of that. But oh, I mean, man, there was a one Kyle. play that's. Uh, what? That's such an old man take that you don't like. 
the the new number thing. You don't oh, like look at that? You. Oh, you're all flustered because you know I'm right. My face most is incredibly red. Yeah. Nine, it's I think with nine, it's more about it. Like it, you know, it's kind of like a Chaz number. Like <laughs> it, it's you know, yeah. like what I mean. Neck like, roll? Or no, like, no. Like nine's not a neck roll number. Yeah, or like, and I think I, of, I don't know. Like, I think of neck roll when I think of Chaz. Yeah, well, I think of like it's kind of it's like a name that's supposed to be exciting but right. then it's like you see the person that the name is for and you're like jesus christ well jalen smith is an exciting middle linebacker name i think well, it's no, a classic but, sounding but, name yeah, it sounds but, like an alabama i guess i'm just mm. saying like the the nine the number nine is like kind of flashy there like the name Chaz is but then ah. the person Chaz is is usually Think I'm following. Not yeah, not what you want. Yeah, you so. think he's cool when you first meet him, then you hang yeah. out with him a couple times with a group of friends. You're like, wait a minute, this guy's kind of a douchebag. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, I, I there was one play though where it was like I think a swing out to the flat, and then Jalen is running to the sideline to meet him, and then like it's like you can almost like it's it was like a like an old rusty tractor slowing down you could just hear like the gears turning and the machine just kind of clung, 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 like trying to slow down and stop and it just it couldn't because it was too much momentum going towards the sideline and it just like was like uh like you didn't even like you weren't even like disappointed you were kind of just like Oh. I forgot who I was listening to I don't know if it was Silverstein or Wildy who said this but they talked to a scout and they said that since he's had that one big knee injury that he had at the end of college, he's got this like hitch in his step. Yeah. So that's probably and <laughs> the like bump that, that you're talking with the tractor. People have been saying about him is that, yeah, like, like Ben Fennell is really, I mean, he's a film grinder who has talked a lot about Jalen Smith. And he said that, like, his theory is that his freaky athleticism is what masked a lot of the problems mm. he's facing now, which is like he just doesn't really nowhere to be at or he's yeah. thinking too much it's kind of like ty yeah. summers but just a little more athletic exactly and or a lot more athletic i should say but maybe yes. not as as explosive as jalen smith usually it, was. it's one of those things it's a bad start but at the same time it's like okay well he's taking snaps from oren burks and right. maybe chris barnes so how much can we really complain yeah, about if it? we give yeah. joe barry another chance i guess we can give <laughs> jalen smith another That's you know true. what yes hank yes We'll do that. Well said. Yeah, I I think we'll see. But you only get two. <laughs> okay. Moving on to outside linebacker. That was, that was uncle. Okay. <laughs> Are you channeling unks there? Okay, well, maybe we can hear another voice from you here. Uh, moving on, outside linebacker, Rashawn Gary. Do you, have, do you have a good Bane impression, Hank? I don't. Okay, perfect. Uh, he had five pressures against Chicago. He led the team in pressures. Was our highest rated player on defense. He's ninth in QB pressures in the entire league. Second in QB hits with eight and doesn't have a missed tackle on the season. We talked about it with, and he's nowhere close to this, but how Devontae Adams has these quiet games and quiet stat lines. Rashawn Gary, it's like I watch a game and he doesn't really do, like I don't see anything clear as day in front of me. And then after the game, it's like, hey, just so you know, Rashawn Gary is one of the best edge rushers in the league. And it's like, I don't know what to believe, but apparently he's affecting. We said it. We've said it the last couple of weeks too, where the pocket is kind of crashing a little bit more. That's what I noticed with Gary. Right. Is that yeah, when he, you know, runs straight and just extends his arm right. and just chops the feet, like that tackle gets pushed back instantly, yeah. and it makes it makes the pocket just shrink. And that's yeah, that's what I noticed. But yeah, he's just he doesn't seem to be getting home. But I. I have a good feeling that will start coming. 
you know, you know, Yo. a new shirt idea too that I just thought of here. Okay, as long as it involves Bane, I think we'd get does. sued. But yes, I, that has to be. Tra- we should look that up. Bane Gary has to be trademarked at this point. <laughs> yeah. No, I was gonna say Bane in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Right. Bane in the ass for your yeah, right tackle. Bane in the ass. For nice. Uh, Preston Smith. He got hurt. An oblique injury. Uh, hasn't missed a game his entire Who's career. That? Sorry, Preston Smith. Oh, okay. So we'll see. Yeah, was that early? It was pretty. It was pretty. I think it was the second quarter. It's pretty Oof. bleak. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Filling in for oh. him, Jonathan Garvin, the seventh round pick out of Miami last year. Who we've kept bringing his name up because he's been getting like forty percent of the snaps just about every week. Had three pressures on the day and his first solo career sack, which was nice. It was a coverage sack, but he's still. You know, like we said with Gary, just kind of affecting the play more than you would have guessed. You know, a lot of people probably didn't even know who Jonathan Garvin was going into the season. So nice to see some production from the back end guys up front. Uh, Moving on to corner. It was the it was nice to see uh, Isaac Yadam for the first series. And that experiment is now over. (laughs) That was that was it. We've moved on. We moved on from uh, Dunbar today, which is kind of surprising he uh i was here for a cup of coffee literally yeah literally love 12. when i can work in the phrase cup of coffee <laughs> with an nfl team yeah hank loves uh coffee too uh dunbar he was only with the team for 12 games he was with barry too in washington before mm. would have thought he would have stuck on with how bad yadam was but more than anything it was nice to see we talked a lot about petting and him being kind of lost in his ways or not wanting to move on from will redman or i think not Devon House, but we went through that same thing with Devon yeah. House where it's just like a bad player who keeps eating up snaps. Yep. Nice to see Yadam switched out for Razul Douglas, who also has only been was with the team for 11 days before this game, and he played 80% of the snaps. Played nice enough. Uh, he wasn't graded out very well, but he only allowed um, three receptions for 32 yards. He's number 29. If you, no one knew that going into the game, you might know that now. Yeah, such a I fresh thought that player. was Kadar Holman's number, but wait, he got cut, didn't he? Yes, he. Well, we traded him to Houston. That's right. That's right. That was who like they the then cut and yeah. didn't even put on the practice squad. Yes. Um. Yeah, I think. Oh God, I might be. Yeah, coming around on Joe Barry because you bring up an interesting point about Petten getting stuck in his ways, and yeah, I just that whole Yadam thing right there. I just think that yeah, if Petten is still the coordinator. Yadam plays that whole game, and yeah. the Bears probably score 27 points. I or, mean, who who knows what happens in that first half? We said it was two games. It was like the first quarter and the like, other three quarters that we won. But. And Barry just like, I love that. Like, he sees it, and he's like, nope, he does not have it today. And, yeah, Razul came in. I mean, it, I, don't, I don't know what his grade was, but played serviceable. You, <laughs> <but> Hank, <laughs> sorry. I'm going to interrupt here, so you go finish what you got to say. Okay. okay but yeah, uh, Razul Douglas, once again, he played with the Panthers last year. Um, fun stat I found, just searching Twitter. In February of last year, this was tweeted out against wide receivers with an 80-plus rating, so kind of a above-average, yeah. borderline elite level. Razul Douglas was the third highest-rated corner in the NFL. Ah. So... Nothing else. It's nice how you know we cut Dunbar. We have Douglas, who we recently picked up, and we have Yadam, who we traded Josh Jackson away for. It's nice that it seems one of these guys did rise up and can fill in now with Kevin King. And Has Jay a history Alexander. of yeah being good. yes yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and so I was watching. I don't. I'm not taking ownership for this. Um, 
love this, what I'm about to present to the podcast. Okay. okay. But basically I was watching a live stream, um, at one of Aaron Nagler's live streams. And basically okay. there was someone who commented and pointed out that Razul Douglas, his name is like awful close to Ross El Ghul from the Batman. <laughs> and, and so like, I just think that there is an opportunity there. I don't know what it is yet, but it's something I've been thinking of. Yeah, please explore that. Delve into it more. I unfortunately don't get the reference, but Liam Neeson in the first Batman. Oh. That's Ra's Al Ghul. <laughs> okay. So whoever, whatever graphic designer we have creating the AJ Dillon T-shirt, if you could mock something up for <laughs> Razul Douglas as well, who's only going to be a prominent player, obviously for seasons yeah, to come here. Right. Please forward that to us so we can put that in the and store. Bane in the ass. <laughs> and Bane <laughs> in the ass. Uh, Shannon Sullivan didn't allow a completion. Nice little bounce back game from wow. him. And Eric Stokes. Similar to Douglas, three targets, three receptions, 32 yards allowed. Not the best tackler in space, but I mean, fuck, for a rookie, he's been pretty damn good. No one's a real good tackler in space, if you know what I mean. I actually don't. I don't either. No but one's ever tackled anyone in space. Moving on. outer space, folks. Moving on to safety. Uh, Adrian Amos had the pick that was brought back. Had a good tackle on that fourth and short play where, once again, the refs... They were very liberal with giving first downs overall mm. in the game, but that one too was pretty close. I mean, to the- just I'm glad we. Uh, I mean, we briefly mentioned the refs, but yeah. just an absolute cool. shit show, and it's brutal. And it's the. It's not so. I mean, it is a lot of it is the just terrible calls and just really just just blindness, but a lot of it is the the fucking throwing the flag and then spending a hundred and twenty seconds. To announce the flag. It's it, just get on with it. After the first flag was thrown in the game, because I said it to my buddies with him, I'm like, these refs fucking suck. Because it was like so a bad. it was a false start or an offsides, and they had a huddle together for like a minute, come out and then call the plague. It's like it's like someone's throwing the flag, they meet up together and, and then he's like, All right, wh- what did you guys see? I don't know. And Pereira was I think he was actually on the McAfee show today, yep. and he had some good insight on this that I didn't know. Um, refs even had the ability to do this, but what they're doing is they're like throwing the flag, and then when you see them patting their, you know, uh, hip or whatever, that means they're talking to their video review people, you know, up in either in the stadium or you know somewhere. New- I didn't know they had com- like a direct line of communication. I thought they had to do the whole charade of going over to yeah. a, to the review and then talk to them. I didn't know they like if that's the case. I mean, well, how is not, this happening? Like the refs are just pieces of flesh out there why can't we just have the people in the video booths just officiate the game and then those guys are just ball spotters what are we doing it's all theater it's literally all theater. it's all theater i yeah i do have a spin zone i know i've taken up a lot of space here but this is like just very quick but like i think when you're playing a losing franchise you know that has like such a bad history like the chicago bears mm. Um, especially over like the last 30 years. It's not a conversation of like refing like in terms of equality, but equity, right? So like we want to make sure, <laughs> like I think the refs were really just like trying to make sure that they like encouraged Chicago. They got Chicago. Just bad for everyone. Or uh, I thought you were going for more of the equality route where yeah. they're just yeah. equally bad for everyone. Then yeah, everybody... Loses and wins. That's yeah. what it seems like it's but, been this year, yeah. Yeah, you got to give the bad teams a little more calls okay. um, and help them along. Oh, yeah, that's, that's where... Yeah, that's well, the equity. Gotcha. At the same time, Bears fans are livid with the the uh, Kenny Clark jumping, and there was a couple other plays, yeah. too, that they're pissed off about. But whatever, we don't 
I don't know. I fucking we'll see. Once again, if we had the refs we had for the Bengals game, I would take them every single week. Uh, Darnell Savage had the pick and also got hurt concussion. A little scary there, but after he was able to pop up and just the concussion test, that's nice. Henry Black played all right in uh, in for him. So we'll see. I Once actually don't. You don't remember it? No. Wow, you did have a weekend. I think I was concussed. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to the defensive line. So he's obviously in the protocol then? He's in the protocol. Once again, we record on Tuesdays. They practice Wednesday. I don't know. I'm trying to think what type of history he has with concussions, and Mm -hmm. I can't remember off the top of my head. So we shall see. Moving on to the defensive line, Kenny Clark. Oh, my God, I love him. He's so fucking good. Two sacks from an interior defensive lineman. I tweeted out, I may have had a lot of drinks on Sunday, but I... It, he has been an October this yeah. year. We didn't have much of a bear at all last year, so it's nice to see him playing healthy. And, I mean, shit, he was even knocked out of this game for a little bit and came back and was able to get those two sacks when he was playing injured most of last year. Like I said, two sacks, six pressures, and LaFleur said after the game that when he saw Kenny was hurt, he thought he was going to throw up, but luckily he did come back in. So Same coach. Matt, didn't, Matt did not throw up. When Kenny gets going, he looks like one of like the really scary, fast zombies, like the really wood, like the ones that are like really big. You like know, not like not yeah. like one of the just normal yeah. zombies that you can just mow down with one yeah. one shotgun shell. It's like a it's, it's like the the big yeah. guy who's also fast and also has like yeah. a million health. Yeah. yeah, and then like he's like kind of like I, I don't know, like the arms are like kind of dragging a little bit behind, but just like kind of like a waddle that that is actually a run he's Terrifying. he's yeah. a tough guy to make comparisons with because obviously as we've said several times on the podcast i always call him a december because he plays so well in december and he's big looks like a big old bear but honestly, what else can you compare him to like a guy that big and muscular all around should not be able to move as quickly as he did like i don't know how he was able to chase down fields on that one sack yeah. it just just a, a, a specimen and honestly gosh it's hard, but he, I, he has to be the best player on the defense. He's the most. He's he has to definitely be. the most definitely important the most player. important. But like, God, he's uh, he also might have. I mean, now that Z is gone, like the best smile. Like it's Ooh. a it's a really it's a soft smile. Mm, right? God, even with Z there, I think I might take Kenny's yeah. smile. Well, Kenny, Kenny and MVS. Here's a fun fact for you guys. Kenny and MVS did get new teeth this off season. If not, it was later Why on. Is that something you know? Because they talked about it. Because they, uh, oh, they really they give each other shit. Uh, you guys might see that online where they quote tweet each other, and they've even in the press conferences they were giving each other shit. So at one point they mentioned that they got new teeth, and yes, they are very shiny and sparkly. And I wonder if beautiful. they like when together yeah well, but like i <laughs> mean each like, other's hands right. yeah but like face structure also plays an important role and smile and like i just mm. think he has a really nice face they do both have very nice yeah. faces that's true um mm-hmm. something else that's been nice and unexpected dean lowry second week in a row playing really well four pressures eight over the last two weeks We've said it numerous times. You just don't expect to have to think about Dean Lowry, and now his name gets brought up. You know these last two weeks, which is very surprising. Yeah, it's kind of like I don't. Know, it's like the like the Lucas Patrick of defense. Yeah, that's that's you a just, really you, good way you, to put he's it. Just a wild card. You never know. He plays well. It's like all right, he played well, and then he plays bad. It's like well, we should have expected yeah, this. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Uh, moving on, special teams. Mason Crosby made his one kick and his extra points, and Corey Bahorquez. 
He only had oh. the three punts. There was the terrible. Uh, it was Shamar Jean Charles, whatever the fuck his name mm. is. No, on I, the, think, I thought it was. Oh, I thought it was Kylan Hill. I want to start. I want to start with the bad first. Yeah, once again, last week against the Bengals, it was Charles who had cement feet mm-hmm. for the Mixon touchdown, and again on this punt return, he just did absolutely right. nothing. We're not gonna. Okay, we're not for the okay. Mixon touchdown. That was just a great cut. That was a great play. No one would have made that tackle. Sure, we'll go with that. But let's talk about the positive. Corey Bajorquez, the 82-yard punt. 82-yarder. It was, you know, J.K. Scott could never do this. It was one of those where he kicked it, and then it's pinned, you know, it goes out of the end zone, and you're like, wait a minute. Wait, where did this start? Like, I already (laughs) forgot where he punted it from. So it's nice to get that flip in field position. Yeah, an actual flip of the field. It was, yeah, that that felt really good because that was early in the game, too, to where it still was a game. And I, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast this year. I wonder what I would like to see the yardage differential between one uh, Devondre Campbell's tackling and how much closer to the line he is on the tackles he makes compared to what we've had in the past and the yard differential between J.K. Scott and Corey Bohorquez. Because by yes. the end of the year, that difference, like one and two yards here from Campbell and then I mean, God, what, that 10 yards actually, per punt for Corey? Like, it's going to be hundreds of yards by the end of the season. That's a fun experiment idea when, yeah, even just, yeah, through 16 games. That'll be a good project for you, Hank, with yeah, all the stats I mean, you compile. Really, yeah, kind of like, you know, like the bank accounts that round change for you, <laughs> like every time you spend a dollar. Oh, hell yeah. Office yeah. space, yeah, collect all the extra little pennies. Yeah, absolutely. Yards, 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 pennies, pennies, pennies. And eventually they add up, but... Uh, with that, I mean, shit, that's all I had for the game. Are we all good for the game? I think, I think we're good. All right. Well, with that, we will have Take News. Ooh. Football time. Take News. All right. Take News for the week. It was announced It was announced this morning that uh, Tim Harris, uh, one of our old linebackers, and Greg Jennings will be inducted into the Packers Hall of Fame. This came with, I don't know, maybe some, I'm not the only one, but I think other people have thought, wow, this is pretty, pretty quick. This past summer, albeit it, they had to push it back a year due to COVID, Al Harris and Charles Woodson made it. But now it was announced that Greg Jennings will be in the Packers Hall of Fame. I think everyone knew this day would eventually come, but it's a little surprising to see it you know, this soon and too with Rodgers still on the team, which is kind of a weird thing to say. Mm-hmm couple thoughts right off the bat one you know i think it's been at least a good year since greg jennings has said something negative about aaron Rodgers. So are we that's sure part of it even through this past off season there was a lot yeah i can't remember anything he said yeah. it, and even well, if he did it was nothing egregious like enough volume of things said fair but but that's nothing left I, yeah i can't imagine that greg didn't have an appearance somewhere but we did hear from jermichael you know after the saints game so we haven't heard greg jennings it's been an annual thing it doesn't seem like it has been over this past year wait what i think i I, because spence said he wants to a little peek behind the peek behind the curtains here behind the scenes spence says he wants to do this segment uh because he has a conspiracy and I kind of want to guess your conspiracy. It should be pretty easy to guess. Oh, that the Packers told him to shut the hell up (laughs) a year ago. (laughs) And if he shuts the hell up, they'll put him in the ring. Sorry, my conspiracy theory is is that... um, Not that. That's a good one, though. (laughs) 
Goody, Mark Murphy, the front office have already made their decision that they're moving on to Jordan Love. So they don't give a shit. Rodgers is going to be gone in August of next oh, year. So it's not going to be something to talk about with Rodgers and Greg Jennings. It's going to be Jordan Love. So that's why they were like, well, let's get this. We can have Greg here next summer. Why don't we do that? And by worse, I mean because it's better. Like that actually makes a lot more sense I than know. my theory. Yeah, see, something to think about. <sighs> Fuck, that's good. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think Greg stopped talking about Aaron as much when he started broadcasting. Yes. That's kind smart. of, that's kind of Absolutely. like when, when that shift happened, I think he had to like be less Colin Cowherd and like be more of like actual personality. <laughs> Go on Colin like, Cowherd like, show like He less. had to have like less personality, yes. I think, and just like talk about the game. Um but like I, I mean, do you think in any world just to play Ackman's razor here, like like the simplest solution? Oh, I'll just okay. like the simplest solution is usually the answer. Like the simplest answer is usually the answer. <laughs> okay. Yeah, explain that really well. Um, but maybe maybe like I don't know, the Packers just wanted wanted to bring him in. Like maybe Rogers is like, that's fine. He was integral to the Super Bowl and I wonder if t- good like he was good. If Goody's just sitting back like, all right, you fucker, I got you Cobb. You know what else? Who else I'm gonna bring back? I'm gonna bring Greg Jennings no, for seriously, a week. Though, the timing is just so weird because Rogers has made it a point like in you know, subtly in interviews about, you know, people who haven't been a part of this group or mm-hmm. this locker room for years, like where it's kind of obviously he's talking about Greg. So the timing is just weird. And like, I'm trying to be careful to not like outright say it's not sitting right with me because of just all the shit he did talk. It's hard to like, you know, like it, he just went on all, he went on a media tour of just like Roger's not a good leader. He's got the locker room divided. It's a, it's, and it's just like, it's, that's just such garbage, especially when he wasn't, he hasn't, when he would do that, he wasn't part of the locker room for four or five plus years. And like he, and I, I've said this before that I take nothing away from his ability. He was, we've had this, I mean, Devante, not now. Devante's the best receiver Rogers ever had. But before that, I would say Greg. Well, I was going to say that uh, because there was that other side discussion because I think it was, someone who we aren't very big fans of Zach Jacobson on Twitter. Cause he said that Greg Jennings is the second best receiver that Rogers has had. I'd still, I'd go Devonte Jordy. I'm still taking Jordy over Greg no. Jennings. That's, that's Greg just better. I f- still feel like though, cause he was always that safety valve. He, the, the comebacks better route and the runner. PA bootlegs. Yeah. It's like those memories with Jordy. I will never forget. And with Greg, obviously he had a lot of huge plays. The Monday night game with Brett Favre in Denver the against the Chargers as well. He had a go ahead touchdown in the Super Bowl third down catch, but Jordy, it's like he was a staple for longer than Greg Jennings' greatness. But that's, I think that he and had. that's why a part of this is kind of eh, about it too, because he <laughs> could have Greg could have been the same thing if he doesn't go to the fucking Minnesota Vikings for what five hundred thousand more dollars. And yes, five hundred thousand dollars. It was retired. It tomorrow. was a lot more. He and got he got paid a lot more than he should have. No, I th- I've heard it was like a million difference what the Packers. The Packers were. were going to give him eight million per season. I think this was before he had a bad year, and then after that year, he got ten million from the Minnesota Vikings. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Either way, he could have been. An even bigger legend than, than but what he, he was. But he wasn't, so that's why I would yeah. take Jordy. We'll still take Greg. Yeah. As much as it pains me. Yeah, though. I guess a couple things. Um the first thing, yeah, I don't I still just like I don't know. I don't see 
I don't I don't see it being as big of a deal. Like between it shouldn't like be. well, I just like the I, timing I still is just even weird. like I just feel weird. like you know, before Rogers and I had a following out this falling out this year with the hair stuff and everything, I, I like I followed pretty closely and to me it was like always like Greg is gonna Greg, but like Let's really like, like to me, he was like, no, I know Greg is like a little too emotional, you know, like, yeah, like Greg is just, he's a man who feels things, you know? And, but like then it would, but to me, he was always like with Jermichael Finley, he was kind of like, what the fuck, man? Like Jermichael Finley was like bad and he yeah. popped up again. Jermichael has always been bad. I've kind yeah. of, I, I I've kind of forgiven. woefully misremembering this. Like him and Jermichael were one and the same to me. They no, said the very similar no. things to me. I they, don't know. They have some similar things. Really yeah, no, they discern the differences. I really. But don't. like, I think when Greg would talk about it, like when Greg would talk about it, it was always like, it was I, like I just remember his interviews, especially on Colin, where he was just like, yeah, and then like Aaron was saying to the 49 ers to come sign me, and he's yeah. like, it just felt really bad that my quarterback was doing that. It was like always coming from this like really weird kind of like personal like this made me sad place where like JerMichael Finley was was more just like to me like JerMichael Finley's was more of like a character assassination yes. and like. Um, hmm. Greg Jennings was more of like that was my best friend and they hurt my feelings yeah. and I can't let it go. Well, it's weird because he Greg Jennings is like the black sheep in that friend group now because it's like Cobb, James Jones, Jordy, Devontae, they all get along and then it's like, hey, oh shit, Greg's here. Well, Aaron's got to leave if that's going, you know, something like that. Yeah. But well, to me, it's more like when you invite, like, like if I don't know, like you're out at dinner and you see like or like. Okay, I, I gotta can I can I restart this? Oh god, okay. I'm restarting yep, this. Yep. I'm, okay, so your parents your parents like see an ex girlfriend at the mall and they're like, Hey, you know, Cindy come over and hang out and just like come say hi to the family and then you end up being there. The parents are Mark Murphy and Goody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, then you just end up being there and like maybe like Rogers and if Rogers was that boyfriend, it would be like more like, Hey, how are you doing? How's life? Uh who you dating now? You know, like very nonchalant. <laughs> like, how's your how how's your family? Well, like inside, Cindy is just like, oh, you know, she's like pained, and she's like, I I just remember everything, you know, and you're so important to me, and I can't let it go. But that, like Rogers is kind of just like cool. He's like, whatever. <laughs> you're here. You're here, Cindy, and I'm happy you're here, and I'm happy you're alive. But I don't have much bandwidth for this. All right, I concede. My God. Yeah, I mean, I think we've talked more than enough about it. I'll, I'll say this last thing. Jermichael Finley this year said that uh, he thought Aaron Rodgers would get benched by week four for Jordan Love. Greg Jennings never said anything in that stratosphere about Aaron Rodgers. So let's just let's just remember that. Greg's Greg's been bad, but Jermichael I just, Finley. I, yeah, I think I think I don't know. You guys are misremembering a little bit. Rogers might have said. even said that he's fine with Greg Jennings now. Hank, could you maybe look that up? Yeah, maybe. And they probably did make amends at some point. But the peak of it, like from yes. whatever, 2015 to like 20 When he was 18, with the Vikings, 19, 2019, like, I just think you guys are really underselling all the garbage he spewed. I don't know. Well, I, th- we'll I think it was coming from a place to hurt where Jermichael... Which, and now that you say yeah. it, honestly, <laughs> like the way you put that, it does kind of make a little sense where it's like Greg is coming from, yeah, like a, a bitter ex where that, yeah, they're, they just, they are hurt and where, yeah, Jermichael might be a little more vindictive. <laughs> Jermichael. Of, yeah. What did I say? 
Jermichael. Jermichael. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is this segment has gone on way too long. Yeah, well, I we won't talk about Greg Jennings or uh, Jermichael Finley the rest of the year. But with that, is Colin an idiot? Nope. I'm not an idiot. Okay, you sure? Yes. Is Kyle an idiot for the week? Kyle, you're eight, seven, and one. A amazing year thus far. You're incredible. You're so smart. Are you ready for your questions this week? Oh, yes. All right. Josiah the Messiah DeGuara wears number 81. Who was the last Packers tight end to wear number 81? Andrew Corliss. Very good, yeah. Kyle. Yes. I just paused for a second there. Like, Corliss came to mind instantly, but I didn't know if you were... Do you remember who wore number 81 between those two? There's only been those three over the last decade. Before Corliss, you mean? After Corliss. Wait. Player who wore it, not a tight end. Oh, uh, 81. Uh, Like... Patrick Taylor, Geronimo Allison. Oh yeah. yeah. And here's Geronimo, the little. Damn it. Here's the fun fact about Andrew Corliss. I don't know if you guys remember this, but on the back of his arms, he had the tattoo "God's Gifts." When he went to Penn State, he originally had it tattooed "God's Gift," like he was God's gift to Earth. And then after he got so much flack for it, he added an S on his right arm. Wait, why? I think the second version is. Because it's like God's gifts, like, you know, all of God's gifts, and God's gift is like, oh. I am God's gift. Oh, like, oh, huh. <laughs> so there you go. There's your uh, Andrew Corliss. All right, one and oh. Here we go. All right, number two. What player had a career game the last time the Packers played the Washington football team, or Redskins, whatever, in the playoffs? In the playoffs, not in the regular season? Yep. This, the last time he played uh, in Washington in the playoffs, this player had a career game, which you could call it the, you know, this game for that player. Um, it helped him. That's a little clue there. It's a him. Uh, get a new contract. Uh, <laughs> was, uh, <laughs> um, well, it's not Janice because the Cardinals game would have been Janice. Um, could have been average. No, because he didn't get another contract. Helped him get another contract. Like another contract with the Packers? Yep. Career game. In the playoffs. This must have been the Kirk Cousins one on Sunday night. Yep. 42 to 24 was the final, I believe. Why can I remember everything about that game except... All right, I'm going to have to start counting you down. Five, uh, I'm gonna four, say three, two. Randall Cobb. One. No, that was the Nick Perry game. That was oh. when he was in his contract year, had two sacks That's in that game, right. and God then got that awful contract the next offseason, and then he only got hurt. It's still not mind-boggling, but it's wild that we cut him, and he, I think he had like one workout with another team. Hasn't been in the NFL since then. All right, one and one. Last question. Kyle, who was the quarterback the last time the Packers lost to Washington? Hmm. <laughs> pretty sure I asked you this question. Mm. I'm pretty sure it's Kirk Cousins. It is Alex Smith. Alex Smith was the quarterback in 2018. In that game, we actually got like blown out. It was one of the more... That was, it was in Washington. We lost by like 20 oh, points. 
It was one of those where it's like, oh shit, maybe we. It was like the first time we were bad with Aaron Rodgers and being like moderately healthy. So there you go, Kyle. Well, you're uh, I can't, uh, you're can't dead. You're dead even for the season now. But do you have a stump spenny? I do. Yep. Um. So there have been a litany of quarterbacks to start against the Packers since Rodgers took the reign. And actually, this has nothing to do with Rodgers' reign against the Packers. Just Packers Bears history in the last twenty years. Who? So Justin Fields started. Yep. And Mitch Trubisky started his rookie year against the Packers. Yep. But none of them have beat the Packers. I think maybe Mitch as a rookie beat the Packers. But who is the last Bears rookie QB to beat the Packers? I mean, it's either Rex Grossman or Kyle Orton. I've, God, I'm wondering if it was that 4-12 and year, if that was Kyle Orton or if that was Rex Grossman. I'm going to go with Kyle Orton. Correct. Wow. Nice. 2005. Yeah. Um, I th- I think that was the four and 12 year. That's the first year I was like, you know, I don't know how old I was, like 13. I'm like, I'm going to pay attention to the Packers now. They're always good. And then it was like, oh, fuck, four, <laughs> four and 12. I yeah, I forgot that Orton was drafted by the Bears. For some reason, I remember it. But then I remember it was the Jay Cutler because Cutler got traded for Orton, didn't he? To Denver. Uh, I don't know if he was part of the trade. He could have been. I, I couldn't tell you. That's a good... Yeah, that there was you go. so long ago. Holy shit. It checks out. Okay. There you go. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Hank. Well, there you go. Uh, that is, is Kyle an Idiot for the Week. What a raving segment there. Moving on to a preview of the Washington game. We are playing noon on Sunday on Fox. Uh, I believe we have the same crew we had last week. I know we have Pam Oliver again. Packers are favored by 9.5 over under of 49.5. Packers, here's a little fun thing. They will be wearing their new throwback. Ooh, yes, the unis. all greens with the yes, yellow numbers. Yeah, very good. I like, you know, if it is like a video game jersey or just something like arcade-ish. Yeah, I was a little worried they were going to do the all yellows with green numbers. I think that would have been an eyesore. That is such Walmart people. Yeah, get, and like, I, those when I see jerseys. those jerseys, Ugh. I cringe a little bit. And I'm sorry if you own one of those jerseys, but like if that jersey existed at some point in history i would i wouldn't you know we mind. did it but the, it's literally like a walmart like graphic like someone went into microsoft paint and edited their own packer jersey they're just extremely gross i mean yeah they look like piss you know piss on a jersey mm-hmm. they're just hot they, piss at that extremely hot piss uh overall washington is two and five on the season their offense uh le- have allowed the least amount of sacks in the league they're 21st in passing yards, 17th in rushing yards, 18th in points. Uh, Heineke is their quarterback, and he's not good. Nine picks, six touchdowns. Antonio Gibson is their running back. He's all right. He has a four-yard average on the season. I think T- Antonio Gibson is pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, he's pretty good. It's just, you know, they're a very average running team. But, yeah, he's especially in fantasy football. He's a guy you'd like to have this and year. He, he was, like, surprisingly good, I think, in the games that I saw him last year. Like, he... I don't know. He impressed. He had a really good rookie year for sure. He's a good, well-rounded back. Uh, speaking of guys who were impressing uh, that you didn't expect, Terry McLaurin, who was drafted one pick after Jay Sternberger, is their leading receiver, 428 yards. He's the 17th ranked wide receiver in fantasy football, and uh, Ricky Seals Jones is their tight end, who's been pretty good of late. On defense, their defense is really, really bad after being one of the best uh, units last year. 
They're last in points and passing yards in the league. They're the worst third down team also. Uh, Jonathan Allen and Montez Sweat have three sacks. Chase Young, the second-year player from Ohio State, has two on the season. Decent front four, but as we said, yeah, the uh, secondary isn't very good. But that's it. Kyle, what do you think about Washington going into this week? I think that they might have been feeling themselves a little too much going into this year. Um, I just remember their defense being extremely hyped up. Um, they let a anemic Giants office offense score 29. Uh, the Bills dropped 43 on them. They actually played the Chargers close, which is kind of surprising. Um, but yeah, I just I don't think this is a very good team. And for some reason, they they had their chances to beat the Kansas City Chiefs last week. Yeah, that's right. Did not show up in the second half. Um, so yeah, I am not worried at all. I've, I'm sure you already mentioned this, but with a nine and a half point spread, that it's honestly kind of similar to last week. A little surprising. Like I thought they would have been maybe ten and a half or eleven. I I think the the talent disparity of these two rosters is is going to be apparent. Well, ho- hopefully that same thing happens with the point spread because we mentioned the point spread in the Bears-Packers game. And it and, did get to six. And the uh, Texans, uh, who they play, Colts game, I believe, last week, right? Yeah. And that, that was a 10-point s- spread, and they absolutely got shit on. So we were wrong yeah. on that. So hopefully we're wrong again, and we can blow them blow them out by even more than this. Yeah, which I think I think will be the case because it's, ooh, it is another nooner. Uh, ooh, the times we've played the football team of Washington at noon it mm. does feel like it's a a rock fight um but if we do play them and primetime we'll whoop the shit out of them so yeah noon could be a little trap for a little little rock fight Kyle, almost Kyle, happened last week yeah no I feel the same way like I there's something about this game that makes me uncomfortable mm. right like they're like just gonna hang around yeah like sitting, is it the old slur that yeah, they had you know, as like their... getting yeah well like yeah no I don't know like getting a ride home with someone you're not like super close with <laughs> and you're like trying to fill that that car with some sort of conversation but it never really goes well mm-hmm. um that's kind of how I feel when we like play I don't know when we play this game like I they just I, I don't remember a game against Washington in the regular season that yeah went super well. Well, I mean like you're saying with the car analogy there, it's you're going to get the job done, you know you're going to get to the end and you're it's probably going to be, you know, good enough, it'll get accomplished, but you're not going to enjoy the ride. Cuz that's what it was the last Packer game I was at was the Washington game when Haskins started and that was Yep. It's like fuck, I, I drove 5 hours there and back and it's like we had a half of football in the second half, nothing happened. Yeah. So probably <laughs> Hopefully, we'll get a boring game on their end. But uh, with that, Kyle, what is your score prediction for this game? Uh, yeah, I as as much as I do think that it could be a little trappy, a little a little rock fight where they, where they stick around. I uh, most of me, that's only a part of me, but mm. the the other part, which is most, is that yeah, they're gonna whoop the shit out of them. So it's gonna be cool. Uh, thirty-five seventeen. Good Ooh, guess. that's a very good score, Kyle. Uh, my prediction, kind of similar. I yeah, I think we'll score some points. I think they will score less. I have thirty-four to seventeen. Just one more Ooh. point than you. Yeah, I guess you're a little down, or you're a little used to thirty-five. No, I'm, I'm, I mean, you're. I'm a realist. Yeah, no, that's two field goals. You're a homer. Five touchdowns. So yeah. I'm. I'm. Okay, yeah. Is that where you're going with it? I'm sure, a homer. Yeah. Then yes. Okay, <laughs> Hank. What is your score prediction? I'm sure it'll be normal. 
I'm yeah. I mean, I'm going twenty four seventeen again. Okay. Um, like last week, and to quote Kyle, "Good guys." Yeah. There. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's a cool guy thing to do. Yeah. Kyle, the cool guy. What? I wish the? I got that out a little smoother. No, it was <laughs> it was good. Kyle, what is your bold prediction for the um, week? You go first. Fuck. Okay. Well, we saw him get involved a little bit last week, and when I say little, it was a little just the one catch, but. Fuck it. I think Amari Rodgers will have his first career touchdown. This could be special teams. It could be a jet sweep. It could be a catch. Who knows? Probably won't happen, but that's part of the game. Kyle, what is your bold prediction? I think that this man has heard the chatter, not only this (laughs) week, but kind of this whole year where it's like, oh, well, what happened to this guy? It was such a promising thing, and now it's kind of just non-existent. Um, So he's heard the chatter. He's going to channel that into two touchdowns, and that's... TJ Slayton. <laughs> Robert Tunyon. Oh, okay. It, it's When he scores his first touchdown it's gonna, of the season... Yeah, it's gonna, he's going to score four of them. Or has he scored yet? I don't no. think he has. When he does, when he comes back, it's going to be multiple. Yeah. Absolutely, I agree. Hank, what is your bold prediction for this game? Yeah, I kind of zoned out a little bit ago, and so when like we were talking about the team, um, mm. is Taylor Heineke playing? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so that's what I thought. And... Uh, <laughs> You know, like I like I don't know. There's something about the name Heineke that kind of like gets my back to like I don't know, just like in weird positions. Like it, it's a name that like sounds weird. It's spelled weird. Mm-hmm. Like it's there's something that makes like it makes my brain like kind of like prick up in certain ways. There's too um, many like stops and start Heineke. Heineke. <laughs> when, yeah. I'm thinking of a spine and saying Heineke and it's just like going back and, then, and forth and bent. Yeah, I just think of the beer. I, yeah, well, I kind of ah. think of like a, a twisted beer can, mm. you know. Okay. Like, but like I think we're going to and like I also think yeah, he, where moves, are we going? he moves kind of like his name sounds. Okay. Like he's okay. kind of like spastic, right? Like <laughs> un- uncomfortably fast sometimes. He is a big Brett Favre fan. Yeah. That's why he wears like, number and four. Like, I actually like I like Taylor. I think he's fun to watch. Right. Right. Um, but I think there's going to be a moment where he like moves really strangely in a way that you don't expect and like like kind of like jukes out jukes out someone and then gets like pummeled okay right like yeah like like i just yeah no i just feel i feel like there's gonna be just like a moment where he does like he kind of like rises and then falls really hard like you need when you post the graphic it's gonna be of the bold you need to transcribe i know exactly it's also it's the perfect description also no ill will. Like I, I also feel bad predicting that after I know Alex Smith almost died. <laughs> oh my god! I wasn't even. <laughs> so I don't want him to get hurt. Hey, he won comeback good, player of the good, year or something. Good save. That's a good save. We do not. We as a podcast do not want that. We want health and safety for all the players. Hey, but if it happens, just a fard, fard hot football game. Whatever happens, happens. What did you say? I know. I said it again. So it took you a second. Hard fought football game. All right. Moving on. Wow. Everyone's favorite part of the week. If you could please leave a five-star rating. Oh, no, 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 no. That would be cool. Restart that. That was unenthusiastic as hell. Well, you kind of throw. Okay. Hey, if you could please leave a (laughs) five-star review on Apple, that'd be cool. Rating. Maybe just tweet us, send us an email, whatever. We actually did get an email from uh, Benjamin this week. I have not replied to you, but hey. uh, Consider this a reply. Yeah, this is a reply. Uh, He is actually emailing in from Tasmania, which Kyle did not know was an actual country. I thought that was just yeah, a place in the Looney Tunes. Yeah, so he's a big fan of the show. He said if we want, maybe we could send him a, a koozie. And that's not insensitive, is it? What? 
No, that's okay. Go ahead. Yeah, no, we're good. We just keep well, going. Ta- yeah, no, ta- the Tasmanian Devil is a character. In that's Looney yeah, that's yeah. What, oh, that's yeah. what I think of. Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. Yes, it's the one that's it's been sometimes around. shortened to Taz. Right. <laughs> Right. And really cool shirts you'll see people wearing Taz or uh, Bugs Bunny shirts. Can you, can you just remember, remember that like there was always like that kid you knew growing up that wore like the Taz shirt and it was like it was like a graphic printed shirt and it had been worn so much that it was like peeling away. I, I was got the say, Cookie Monster hat. I was going to say it's a black shirt. I was going to say it's faded before you even said it and yes and the kid and w- hey, we're being as nice as possible here, but if you're envisioning the kid right now, now you know he smelt a little too. Yeah, well, we're all just being. But honest you just here. like Taz is hanging on for dear life, just crumbling before your eyes, like <laughs> like fucking Spider Man after the Thanos snap. Okay, but as as we're saying there, thanks a lot, Benjamin, for letting us know you like the show. We might send you a koozie. He will you, oh, will you please report? respond to him that's so disrespectful i just didn't know what to say because i gotta figure out if we do send, it's gonna t- it's cost like I 20 30 bucks okay well thank i will you, benjamin. Say, yeah i'll yeah, say i said thanks benjamin i've been jamming to that more of a direct way yeah yeah th- thank you benjamin we'll try to send you a koozie he promised he would get a picture of then the koozie meant, with like, the kangaroo divi- okay you know what there's kangaroos in Tasmania. I didn't know that either. That's one. If you, if I had a guess before this, Tasmania, like in like the Australian. Yes, it's like the Madagascar yeah. of Australia. Because I thought it was like an what island is Madagascar, Africa. the Madagascar of Africa. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Where do you get this geography lesson lesson on a part? I'm done. <laughs> but with that smooth uh, speaking, there, Hank. Yeah. Let's. Turn it right back to you, according to Hank, for well, the week. Hold on. I just want to say, Benjamin, I've been jamming to that email all week. And <laughs> nice. I will I will use, like, I mean, how much does it cost? Like, you said, like, 20, 30 like, bucks? It was 20 bucks for the yeah, other one I, So, like, I will donate two hours of lumber to get that koozie to you. <laughs> and so that's, I, like, however we get that, we will we will find a way. Um, it'll be out of the personal Hank fund. Wow. Um, XOXO. There we go. Yeah, we'll use some of our sponsorship money to send it over to if the Thank lumber you, Hank. money is enough. But with that, once again, closing out the episode, according to Hank, Hank, what do you have this week? Yeah, um, so, okay, so my first thing, I have three things here. Um, first thing is I think the curse is broken. And what I mean is like the double pump curse. Of that Rodgers had in the Tampa Bay game. Mm. Yep. I was, yeah, I was thinking about after, like, was I don't know if that was the last time we saw the belt. Or did we see the belt before? Like, didn't he do the belt in that game, too? We've had some mini belts. I, I don't remember I'm off the like, top of my head. I'm like, okay, so just, like, for the sake of my argument, he did the belt that game. Okay. And then he did the double pump, and it was like... I think he lost his mojo because then he went on to throw two interceptions. One of them was a pick six, back-to-back. And, like, I don't know, like, I haven't, like, there hasn't been, like, that fierceness that he was, like, he was feeling good before that happened. And I think then Tampa Bay defense just, like. Sucked the wind out of him. Yeah, yeah. Literally, yeah, sucked the sucked the wind out of him. Yep. Um, and so, like, I think this, this, this was redemption that we saw on Sunday. And, um. Like, I just think we have a lot to be hopeful for. Like, we saw a fierce, angry Rodgers. I love this take. Yes. Yeah. And so, I think this is the first positive Rodgers 
like moment that I've had on According to Hank, and I hope they keep coming. Yeah, at first I thought this was just a character you were playing, but no, you actually just don't like Aaron Rodgers. Like I thought you were trying to bounce off. No, I but do. no, this no, is I like obviously old who Aaron you really are. Yeah. No, no, I like old Aaron Rodgers. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm like the people that only like old Star Wars. <laughs> like the the new Star Wars oh, isn't real. Sure. It's not canon. And so, like, I mean, I God, would that say, last one shouldn't be. Yeah, well, but I, yeah, what I'm saying is that, like, the Rogers we've seen since Danica Pratt, I mean, since, yeah, like, Danica Patrick. Olivia Munn? Well, yeah, I, Olivia Munn broke his heart, and then Danica Patrick, like, Wait, pointed no, him I in. He the, broke her heart. It, it doesn't I don't. Matter. I don't know. I'm just, I just, like, for the sake of my argument, I'm just going to well, say. Well, she enga- she's engaged now, yeah, so good for but, her pregnant, actually. Yeah, but I, you, you know, John I think. John Mulaney. I feel yep. like you're a John Mulaney guy. That's, you look like John Mulaney. Oh, thank you. Uh, he's not a good looking guy. I mean, he's pretty handsome. Come on. Mm. He is. He looks, you he's are. got a punch. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, but yeah, I, but I, I guess where I was going with that is, like, my, my canon, my Aaron Rodgers is really, like, old Aaron Rodgers, right? Like, I don't want any of this new stuff. It's too plastic. This it's whole, like, inner peace book club yeah. Aaron Rodgers. MVP, yeah, we don't want that. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just talking about a person on the field. It's a different story. Okay. Right? But, like, because, like, like, I would say, like, yeah, when you're... When you're saying I still own you, like that's a personal thing. Yeah. Like that's just yeah. a little bit of your personhood coming out on the field. Just real quick, I can't believe I actually said I like that take because now that you mention it, he literally won MVP last year. Yeah, that's what. I was so like, I don't know what the was, hell I'm doing. I was like, Sorry, after Hank, after the Tampa game, he still won the MVP. That's like separating the on field and the off the field. Ah, mm, you know yeah. what? Business that's and pleasure. The mentality, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know I, what? The double pump made his piss cold, <laughs> and now the I own you. His piss is hot. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. It's, he wasn't. It wasn't humping. He was aggressively shaking it off. <laughs> yeah. And then he's been out of piss since then, and now it's back. Yes, exactly. I, I'm. I think that fits. Okay. Um. Yeah. My next thing is like I have a joke. So, <laughs> what's something you want your chiropractor and your coach to tell you? Crack block. That's a good, well-rounded back. okay okay that's good i like that see we need more of the the nice little quick ones that's good okay then next okay so these are um tom's tom's i'm okay with oh okay so i got four here um tom from tom and jerry nice wait he was the asshole wasn't he or which one was he's the, just the one that never won? He could never win, right? He, he was always oh. running into stuff. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah the, was, the sympathetic, you know, likable character. He was the cat. No, yeah, he's a blue cat. Not like super likable, but oh, like you kind of yeah, felt okay, bad. Sorry, God, I never watched Tom and Jerry. Sorry, like I'm familiar with the two characters, but yeah, it was before my time. I didn't. I was yeah, a SpongeBob. No, that's kid. fair. That's fair. Well, yeah. it is weird to. <sighs> this is such a bad tangent. I looked this up a couple of weeks ago too because I don't know what was going on I was born in 1992 and I still I remember watching like Tom and Jerry and shit and other old animation that shit's from like the 60s and 70s but they still had it on reruns for the longest time which is unbelievable so it's kind of it's weird that you didn't watch Tom I was and Spongebob Jerry. you were well I was too I still remember watching the, the first episode ever connection to the baby boomer generation yeah that that's probably why my takes are the way they are Kyle we yeah. broke the we broke the generational line. Uh, my next one is a little bit of tomfoolery, just here and there. <laughs> okay, okay, a little bit. Okay, just here and there and in spots, yep. not constant. Yeah. Uh, my fourth one is Tommy guns, um, especially in like Ooh. mafia movies. I think that's only three. 
Uh, yeah, that's my third one. That was my third one. So okay. I got one more. Yeah, okay. Tommy the, Guns. Yeah, I got. I do got one more. I was planning on one more. Uh, my last one is Tom Cruise in Edge of Tomorrow, <laughs> because I get to see him die over and over again. <laughs> Well, that's not very. That's a good movie, though. I like that one a no, lot. It's a great movie, but it is one of the joys. Just not a Tom Cruise fan. There's something else I've wanted to. So, we'll end on this, I guess. AJ Dillon's bottom. I know this is a, the longest episode we've ever had. His bottom. His bottom. His butt. So, Val. Yeah, in please the, don't call it a bottom. In going the movie. Forward. In the movie Valkyrie, Tom Cruise. It's been rumored. A bigger word for that big. Seventy ass, years old. You sound like. In I the switch it. Fits. In the movie Valkyrie. Tom Cruise, his bottom when he's getting up, it's like a fake butt. AJ Dillon, and I sent you guys the picture <laughs> of his butt. I don't know what that right cheek is doing. It does not look like a real ass. Do you remember what I'm talking about? No. We'll post I it. I cannot wait for you to send it again. I'm just going to post it uh, from the account no too. No caption. No caption, or maybe just uh, like nope. eye emoji. I'll put some emoji with it. <laughs> I don't know what was going on with his right cheek. I'm sorry for now. I, I cannot wait here. to see it now. Yeah, so no. look you forward to it. just have a case of the Hanks. <laughs> I do, and God, with that, I don't have anything else. Kyle, do you have no, anything else? No, let's get the hell out of here. Hank, do you have anything else? Just happy to be here. Okay, well, thank God I was hoping that you didn't have anything else. Well, with that, um, who's the guy? Del the Funky Homo Sapien. Ooh. Please don't sue us. Go Pack Go. Mr. Dabalina, Mr. Bob Dabalina, Mr. Bob Dabalina, won't you quit? You really make me sick with your fraudulent behavior. You're going to make me flip and then an army couldn't save you. Why don't you behave, you little rug rat? Take a little tip from the tabloid. Because I know I'm not paranoid when I say I saw you trying to mock me. Now you and your crew are on a mission trying to hawk me. But it isn't happening, you fraudulent foes. You used to front big time, now I suppose that everything's cool since the style of apparel you adopted. You used to make fun of, but now you want to rock it. So you got to kick it with the homies. But the EL is 